This is Sigma Jedi, brought to you by Arcania Jedi Templar here at Acre Radio, Spotify, iTunes, or wherever else you listen to your podcast. Hey everybody, it's your host MJ, or if you prefer MJ Hannigan coming at you. I hope everybody's having a great day. As you can tell, in the studio again, getting another episode recorded. Um, actually, in my office, excuse me, getting an episode recorded in Loving Life, and... Enjoying some much-needed time off to rest and recover. So I figured, what better than to do podcasts? I I kind of had to put the Decato episodes on hold for a hot minute. Um, life events came up, so now it's time to kind of get it back and get those episodes running. And I don't have an expected end date to be truthful. I'm hoping to have it done. Maybe by the 4th of July. I don't know. We'll find out. It looks like I have about three more episodes left after this one. So we'll see what happens. All right. Let's do a quick recap, if you will. All right. The Decato is a rough English translation as the the path of aloneness. And these 21 roles uh, came up by... Masashi's uh, 21 rolls. Masashi was a badass warrior of Japan, and like many of the warriors back in those days, you know, he was a scholar and a warrior. He was a ronin. You know, for a while he did, you know, have a master uh, that he rolled that he rolled with, and for history does not tell us when he became a ronin, when he became a master of a samurai, if you will, and you know, it is what it is. Now, the Dakota itself, I really wish I could remember when it started to come within Jedi realism. Um, back in the day, a lot of people kind of went crazy over, you know, old school Asian texts, you know, the Tao Te Ching, the Art of War, you know, the you know, really went crazy over that and started spouting that off and it kind of became doctrine. The Dakota was actually really much, was very much slept on. It was widely ignored and, you know, just kind of overlooked. So, I want to say not long ago, I got into judo for a brief time. And for those who don't know, judo comes from Japan and it's a grappling art. It's more of like a takedown kind of art. And, you know, being really honest on, on the episode... I was absolutely horrible at it. Um, One, I was too old when I did it. And two, I was one of the taller Judica in my class, which means I was a great training partner for everybody else. But it was a a lot more difficult for me to practice the techniques the way they were taught because I had to keep changing my body posture and the way my legs were you know, spread out so I could flip the uh, shorter people over me. So judo, it was uh, fun to practice. I, I, I don't know. I don't like saying I trained in it because it wasn't a, it wasn't that long. And B, since I never earned a rank in the style, I don't like saying I trained in the style without having any type of rank to support that. So it, you know, it is what it is. All right, let's get into it. All right, we already talked about. Uh, a quick recap. We already talked about the first four concepts. 
the first one was accept everything just the way it is. <clears throat> the second concept was do not seek pleasure for its own sake. The third concept we discussed was do not depend on a partial feeling. And the last concept we discussed was think lightly of yourself and deeply about the world. On today's episode, we're going to discuss be detached from desire your whole life which is number five. Number six is do not regret what you have done. Number seven is never be jealous. And number eight, and the final one we're going to discuss today will be never let yourself be start, be saddened by a separation. All right. Where do we go with this one? All right. The first one to discuss is be detached from desires your entire life. Excuse me, your whole life. Excuse me. What are desires? Desires are strong feelings of wanting to have something or wishing to have something, wishing to make something happen. Desires can literally be a, a path to pain and suffering. Why would they be a path to pain and suffering? It's cool to want something, right? We want to have better things for ourselves. We want to have better things for our families. We want better for the community. These are not bad things, right? In theory, they're not. However, it's how badly do you want them? You know, if, unfortunately, in our community, we have too many people who are trying to jockey for power and control. During our organization, ours is the best. We have this accredited nonsense that is not real. <clears throat> it's just not. Um, and people... <coughs> They want to be known. They want to be remembered. They want to, you know, in their words, be on the right side of history, if you will. You know, it's kind of a ploy to get people to join them because when people say you want to be on the right side of history, you know, it's definitely a ploy. But unfortunately, with all of this jockeying for power and for control and slander this person, shame that person, you know, it's... Our community has taken a beating. Our community, in truth, has very much lost its focus as a community, mind you. There are some great Jedi Orders out there that, you know, some of which, like Arganea, I absolutely love. Others of which, like uh, Temple of the Jedi Order, I had so much love for them. It might not be shown back in return, but you know what? That's okay. I believe they have a solid program. It's not a program I personally am interested in, but they have a solid program. And the people who, you know, come out of Tacho, you know, they're some badasses. They are really awesome. They are uh, very knowledgeable. And regardless if I agree with their training, you know, their training ways, completely relevant. I think they're a great group. Uh, and also, they do have legal paperwork to support them. So, of course, I'm going to respect that. All right. Desires can lead, you know, we can go back to Yoda's whole speech of, you know, it's a fear of loss or a fear that you won't achieve something, which could lead to anger, hate, and suffering. You know, when you don't get what you want, you tend to be resentful. You tend to hold other people accountable because you want something and they're keeping you from getting it. So, you know, anger, hatred, and suffering. 
in truth, I, you know, I do have desires for my life. I do. You know, I desire that, you know, my friends are happy. I desire that, you know, my income continues to hold up and, you know, I don't suffer. You know, I don't suffer poverty. Um, you know, I'm fortunate. I own my house. I, I own two of my three vehicles. You know, right now I have a 2020 uh, Jeep Cherokee. All pretty badass things. You know, I, I desire to have my house and to continue having it being nice have my vehicles to keep them nice and keep them on the road um you know my desire for you know my ex-wife to be happy you know that's those are simple desires you know i desire you know for the jedi realist community to kind of become a community again to stop all the infighting to stop the the fake flexing if you will about you know my group's the best group your group sucks I want to see more more groups reach out to each other and say, you know what, let's put some of this old drama to bed. Let's move on, because you know if we don't do it, if we all do not have the desire to rebuild our community, I mean we're on ground floor right now. Right now we're at risk of digging into the ground. That's how much lack of progress we've made in like the last five years. It's time for us all to, you know, kind of put the hyperinflated egos behind us and, you know, start working towards, you know, building a community and making, being a Jedi realist actually mean something. You know, that's the desire that I have. Um, you know, I, I do desire to uh, hold my sobriety and to, you know, not relapse. You know, that's, that's a great desire to have. And, you know, continue to work with, you know, people within my local communities. That's another, you know, thing that I believe I need to, uh, I need to do. You know, if I had people reach out to me all those years ago and got me on the right track, then it's only right for me to return that favor and do what needs to be done to help other people on their paths. But even with that, you know, I can desire to help the, somebody on their path to recovery, but you know, it's up to them to do what they're going to do. You know, if they're going to do it and hold it down, great. If they're not going to hold it down and, you know, we end up having a balloon launch for somebody, as tends to be a thing, you know, across our country, then, you know, I can't hold to that. I can't let that injure me. I can't let that lead to hate and suffering and anger because this person relapsed they got a hold of Fentany and they fucking died. You know, that shit happens every day. So I can desire to help other people, but I cannot. Um, that's what I'm looking for. I, I guess when it works, great. You know, when it doesn't work, and, you know, I just have to accept that. You know, unfortunately, you can, you can try to help people, but if, if they don't want to help or, or whatnot, they're not going to take it. And if bad things happen, then, you know, I can't be responsible for that. I guess that's the best way to put it. All right. Uh, again, that was number five, being passion and desires your whole, your whole life. You know, I guess I'll go a little bit deeper. You know, do you really need material wealth? Do you really need all sorts of bells and whistles in your house? Do you really need 
the fancy, fancy vehicles? Do you really need the expensive shoes, the expensive clothes? Do you really need uh, the more jewelry, the more name brand clothing? Is that really going to make you happy? You know, or, you know, getting into the, the drug game and, you know, A, becoming an, you know, risking becoming an addict or B, becoming a spire. Is it really worth your life? Is it really worth going to jail? You know, like, it's absolutely mind-blowing how many people have these great desires that they want to be known, they want to be powerful, they want to have all this clout. And it is disgusting when you actually look at it and you actually think about how these grand desires for bigger, better, more, you know, is, has destroyed so many lives. It's destroyed communities. It's destroyed lives. It's destroyed families. And, you know, those are things that we want to prevent. Those are things of, you know, it's okay to want a couple of things. It's okay to want to be happy. It's okay to want happiness for your friends. It's okay to, you know, want to live in a decent part of town. It really is. But, you know, you need to figure out where the boundaries are between I want all this whatever junk and garbage you don't need in your life or, you know, I just want to live a simple life. I want to live my life. I want to get my message out there and whatever happens with it happens with it. You know, I'm not attached to the outcome. I'm only attached to the process and getting things accomplished. All right, now I'm going to move on. Rent over. All right, next one, number six, is do not regret what you have done. This is something that you see so often, and it is difficult. It, it's really difficult, particularly as you grow older, you grow a little wiser, and, you know, you look at your life, you look back. Like I said in a previous episode, uh, uh, a quote from Qui-Gon Jinn is, I have many more yesterdays than I do tomorrows. It's a quote, I want to say it's from the Approaching Storm book, but I could be wrong. It may have been Phantom Menace. Honestly, I'm getting old. I kind of forget where the quote comes from. It's one of those two books. But, you know... It's not worth regretting anything that you've done. Yeah, there are things in my life that I have done in my past that I really wish didn't happen. You know, it's just facts. Everybody has that, but do I regret it? Do I regret the time that I have spent with, you know, people who are no longer friends that were my friends at the time and, you know, the effort and energy that I put into those people? No, I don't regret it. Do I regret losing time for, you know, we all have relationships, um, multiple, you know, do you regret your breakups or do you regret dating this person or that person? No, because each person I've dated in my past, um, helped me to understand life a little more and helped me to understand, you know, what I will not tolerate in my own relationships. You know, that, that is what it is. Again, be it friends or romantic relationships, you know, whatever. Uh, I remember I had conversations with my brothers repeatedly. And 
they asked me if I regretted, you know, allowing myself to become an addict. And that was a really weird question for me. Because to be honest, I never thought about it. I never really thought about, do I regret, you know, doing what I did? I'm trying to be somewhat family-friendly, so uh, please forgive me. But the truth is, no, I don't. I don't regret my years of active addiction. I don't regret them at all. And the the reason why I do not regret them is because they gave me experiences, you know, gave me knowledge, they gave me wisdom, and most importantly, they gave me compassion that now when I see people who are in active addiction, I can relate to them. When I see people who are trying some sort of recovery program, um, I can relate to them. I can understand them because I've been there and done that. Uh, so it is what it is. So I don't regret that. Um, another question uh, my brothers once asked me was, uh, do I regret leaving home and going out traveling and venturing around instead of uh, having a family? And no, I don't regret that either. Because I've lived in some fantastic cities. I have met some wonderful people that I never would have met if I didn't branch out. Um, and the second part to that was, do I regret not having a family? Not having my own family, you know, not having little children. Um, there are times that I do think I would have been a decent father, if you will. But... In truth, I'm glad I never had children because I do believe that my DNA is very tainted and I would not wish my DNA on another living being. So I don't regret that, which is perhaps one of the reasons why I started podcasting back in 2012 was to leave a form of a legacy behind. <clears throat> but, um, you know, going forward, should you regret things of your past? You know, I personally believe that you should not. You should see each experience as a learning experience and move on. You know, the only thing we can do in this life is we can try to have a positive impact on those around us. Sometimes it's going to work, other times it's not. Sometimes it will be your fault why things fall apart. Other times, there will just be situations. Other times, it'll be somebody else's fault. It really will. But, you know, the only thing you can do is take your responsibility in that and move on. Learn from the experience. Wish everybody the best. And, you know, move on with your life. All right, the next one, number seven, and we're not going to talk too much about this, is never be jealous. This kind of goes back to the whole, you know, desires concept. Enjoy your path. Focus on your journey. If other people are successful, wish them the best. Wish them success and happiness and everything else that comes with it. Do not 
be jealous of other people's success. Do not be jealous that other people are making moves and doing great things and you're not. You know, use that as motivation. Use that as inspiration. Say, you know what? This person is kicking ass at life. You know, what are they doing that I am not doing? How are they being so successful and I'm not? You know, I hate dealing with jealousy. Honestly, I really dislike using the word hate, but this is actually one of the times where it actually works. You know, the fact that Jedi Realist Radio and Archangel Templar have been re repeatedly uh, reported as hate speech and this, that, and the other thing. And the thing that irritates me about it is if you can find hate speech on any of my podcasts, you know, be it here or over at Jedi Realist Radio, including my hosts, let me know. Timestamp it. Let me know what you hear that I am not uh, being aware of. You know, in truth, on my other hosts, or on Jedi Bros Radio, on my other hosts, um, I don't always listen to their work. It's just, you know, it is what it is. I'll be sure I don't always listen to their work. And I respect them as individuals, and I respect their, their freedom of, of expression. But everything I've ever heard from them or from my own episodes is about building not about tearing down so you know whatever but what what ended up happening you know for years was people report the podcasts not because of the message but they would report the podcast simply because you know we were doing things that they weren't doing and it's easy to start a podcast it, it is so easy trust me if i can do it anybody can start a damn podcast it's not hard. It's not hard to get on Spotify. It's not hard to, you know, do some research on topics and turn your microphone on and start talking. It's easy. You know, be truthful. I think I've had some damn good episodes. To be more truthful, I'm pretty sure I had some pretty bad episodes. You know what? That's fine. I'm willing to deal with that. And, you know, it, it bothers me. You know, that people, instead of getting their own voice out there, they will do everything they can to stifle other people's voices. And that's, again, another one of those hidden crimes within our community. It's another one of those things that are widely done and not talked about enough. You know, it, it, I would love to see more of the groups have a group podcast. I would love to see it. It would be wonderful. You know, I give thanks to Justin, you know, every day when I do episodes that he gave me a choice, uh, a chance to use my voice on Nights of Awakening. And even when I broke away from Nights of Awakening, I still held Justin in really high regard for giving me the opportunity and for helping me find my own voice. Um, I have no ill will against him. I never have it. I never will. I have no ill will for the success of you know opie you know the dude obviously hates me he said it more than once in a film but you know i am actually excited that he has books out there because out of everybody from our community that has books out there he actually does put some work in he actually does believe what he's writing in his books he's not just doing it for money so I have to respect that. You know, that is what it is. 
and I would love to see him, you know, get his voice on Spotify, you know, off YouTube and get on Spotify and, you know, open up to other markets. I think he would be highly successful if he so chose to do that. So again, don't be jealous. Don't, you know, want what everybody else has. Don't try to keep up with the Joneses. Don't, don't do any of that. It's not going to lead to happiness. It's literally going to lead to suffering. And it's going to make you unhappy and unbearable and no one's going to want to be around you. So walk your path. Do what you do. You know, do what you can to leave your mark on society. You know, leave your legacy. What other people do, it's on them. You know, if they're successful, wish them success. If they're not successful, give them advice. If they take the advice, great. If they tell you to piss off, great. You know, don't be jealous. Just live life and see where see where your dis your destiny takes you. All right, the last concept we're going to discuss is never let yourself be saddened by separation. I can have so much fun with this just from a pure Star Wars perspective. You know, we can talk about how attachments are forbidden. Um, attachments, you know, let's talk about Star Wars for a minute. Totally off script, that's okay. Everybody talks about Anakin's biggest downfall. In episode three was his attachment to Padme. Um, you know, it's actually very much wrong. I know when you watch the movie, it makes sense. But when you read the books, you actually figure out Anakin is <clears throat> truly attached to two people. His attachment to Obi-Wan Kenobi and his attachment to, you know, good old Palpatine, old Pappy, if you will. You know, his attachment, we'll start with Palpatine. His attachment to Palpatine was from the day Anakin got to the Jedi Temple until the day he became Vader, Palpatine was always in his corner. He let him vent. He got him, like, the best of best Jedi robes. And he was, like, that old grandfather mentor kind of thing. And which is why they had that relationship. But we all knew Palpatine was doing it for a reason. Anakin didn't know that. But whatever. You know, that was why he was so attached to Palpatine. That's why he... It really had nothing to do with Padme. And the other thing is when you read the books... <clears throat> once again, in a Revenge of the Sith book... You see An uh, Obi-Wan talking to Mace and talking to Yoda. And... Obi-Wan pointed out that Anakin's biggest attachment were his friends. He would put his friends above the mission. He would put his friends above everything. And that actually wasn't what the Jedi of the, the, Jedi of the time actually believed in. You know, it, it was a different concept. Uh, thankfully, in the uh, New Jedi Order uh, with Luke in the EU slash Legends you know, continuity, uh, Luke actually built his Jedi Order in Anakin Skywalker's image. If you don't believe me, check out the books. You'll see what I mean later. All right, so there's that. 
next one we can discuss is we could talk about, you know, part of the Jedi Code. There is no emotion, there is peace. Yes, there are life events that suck. Again, death is a horrible thing that we all endure. It's not our own our own deaths that suck. It's the deaths of those around us that you know they're painful. They suck. But the question is, when you grieve, are you grieving for the person, or are you grieving for yourself? I know it doesn't make any sense, right? Let me let me get a little deeper on it. When a person passes away of, you know, we use uh, drug overdoses, since that's very popular in Wichita. You know, we grieve for the person. It sucks. You know, this person lost their life due to an addiction and getting, you know, a drug, a lethal overdose of a drug that they just wanted to, you know, escape reality with. And that person passes away. And all the survivors, you know, they talk about how much they miss that person and so on and so forth. You know, it's factual. And they do. And, you know, it's it's not taken away from that. But at the same time, you know, you need to remember, you're actually not grieving for the person. You're grieving for your your connection being broken. The same thing happens in broken relationships. The same things happen in divorce. You know, you go through a grieving process and you're not, in a weird way, it's a selfish form of grieving. You know, you're sitting around, you know, we'll talk about divorce, something I'm, you know, definitely knowledgeable about. Or, you know, broken relationships. Trust me, I have a lot of knowledge on that one. You know, you're not grieving for the broken relationship. You're grieving because of your own damage and your own trauma and your own trauma. And it sucks. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, we can't be sad by things. We cannot let life's tragedies dictate how we're going to continue to lives moving forward. You know, Things happen. Everything in life has a season. Uh, there's that, I think it's the Beatles song, but it could be wrong. Um, but everything in life has a season. Not everybody you're with right now are going to be your lifelong friends. Not every group or organization you're with is going to be part of your life process. You know, we have people who come into our lives, some of them for years on years, like a couple of my best friends I still talk with, I've been friends with for over 30 years. It's pretty exciting to say that. There's a, a lot of friends that have come and gone, you know, come and gone from my life. They, they're in my life, we spend a time together, we bond, uh, we share ideas, we, you know, whatever that relationship is. And we learn from it. And when that relationship is gone, it's gone. And it's okay. It's, you know, we can't let 
it bother us. You need to remember the lessons you learn from people and, you know, take those lessons and move on and apply it to your life. How can you use those lessons to better your life? Even if it's things that you want to avoid, you know, it, it, it is what it is. You know, Well, I'm actually kind of, kind of at a, I'm trying to word this, and I just cannot figure out the, word, the correct way to word it. You know, we can look at life, and we can look at the things that we lost. We can look at the people we've lost. We can look at the broken relationships, you know, romantic or friendships. We can look at all of that, and we can you know, view our life through those lenses. Or we can look at it and say, you know what, I've had some damn good experiences. I got to travel to a bunch of different states and live in a bunch of different areas. And I got to, you know, have a time with some pretty incredible people in my life. And all those experiences have taught me that, dude, all I need is my car, a couple sets of clothes, my laptop, my phone, probably five or six chargers, and I can do anything. You know, my house, okay, cool, it's great, it's there, it's paid for, you know, that that's purely wonderful, right? But I could do without it. I could pull out of my driveway, and I'd be completely fine. You know, all my possessions, all my dust collectors in my room, I could go without that, too. You know, like, they're not going to... You know, they're not that important to me. You know, some of the keepsakes, yeah, maybe. But most of most of it is just frivolous. You know, if I have a couple of sets of clothes I can live in, you know, I'll be just fine. But, you know, don't be sad. People are going to come into your life, and they're going to go. Learn the lessons. You're going to have friends who are going to suffer from death. And it sucks. Learn lessons, and how could I say this and sound so cold, if you will? Tell you what, the day I get diagnosed with cancer and my clock starts, it, it'll be fine. And when my clock finally stops and I am no longer part of this world, dude, the only thing I hope for is that the host over at Jedi Realist Radio do a damn good podcast that night. <clears throat> no, that's my hope. Because just because I die, that does not mean that the world's going to die with me. And I don't want people to sit around at my wake and cry and talk about, you know, how much they're going to miss me and all that silliness. I don't want it. You know, and thankfully, people can, you know, there's a thing, which perhaps is an old TEDx, where I just really wish I could hear that person's voice again. Dude, I have hours of podcasting. So anybody who wants to hear my voice again, trust me, you can find it. Anybody who wants to see me can look at my pictures on Facebook. They can watch the, you know, American Jedi documentary. Like, I have so many things of the legacy that I've I'm leaving behind, I'm good with it. It is what it is. And, you know, that's my hope for when I'm gone. So 
So if I help that for when I'm gone, you know, when people come in my life and they go, cool, I learned my lesson. When people, you know, pass away, be it of natural causes or other, yeah, it sucks. But, you know, I'm not going to let that sadness destroy me. Because if I did, truth be told, uh, the term relapse would be right on its way behind. All right, that's kind of a, a weird place to leave this episode. Um, it's kind of a weird episode to do, to be honest. But that's pretty much going to be about it. Uh, in the next episode, we are going to be discussing the next four. We're going to be discussing resentments and complaints are appropriate neither for myself or for others. Um, we're going to discuss do not let yourself be guided by feelings of luster love and in all things do not have preferences and the last concept we are going to discuss is being different where you live kind of talked about some of those topics today but we'll get into more detail um, most likely they will happen next Tuesday is when the episode will be up and and in the vault so you know check that out and do me a couple small favors. Uh, if you like the podcast, if you enjoy it, if you want to donate to the channel, you know, go on Spotify. There's a donation uh, feature, Cole. Um, if you don't want to donate, you know, that's fine too. Content's always free. It's not going to affect my day that much. It's all good. Um, if you want to do a favor there, share the links, you know, on all your social media. Uh you know, share it in your actual life, you know, let people know what we're doing, let people know what we're about. But if you could do me a huge favor, though, is give me a, a like or a follow over at Spotify. That'll actually help because we are taking on the algorithm since Jedi realism is a niche concept. You know, we don't have as much uh, support from the podcast uh, algorithms. So if you guys do me a favor and, you know, give us a like, give us a, a subscribe, whatever, you know, it is over Spotify, that would greatly help. And, you know, aside from that, live your life, enjoy it. Remember, one voice does make a difference. Love and light, says Hannigan. I'm out.